Welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. This podcast is an audio journal of my guests and I's adventures throughout the live and local music biz. Fun conversations, cool tunes, and good times will be had. My name is Mark Sterry, and I'm a 15-plus year veteran of the Twin Cities, Minnesota metro music scene. Check me out at Mark Sterry, that's S-T-A-R-Y, music.net, also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All of my original music, including my new track, Dog Park, is available for download on iTunes, CD Baby, etc. This podcast drops every Tuesday, if not before, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. If you enjoy it, please subscribe on iTunes. It's totally free and guarantees you'll never miss an episode. If you get an extra buck or two that you wouldn't mind tossing in the podcast dip jar, please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Music Podcast. Also, consider helping get the word out in the street via social media, five-star rating and review on iTunes, word of mouth, etc. Happy Thought of the Day is by Louis Lamore. There will come a time when you believe everything is finished, yet that will be the beginning. Thanks for tuning in, and welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Enjoy! Welcome back to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast, episode 89. Thanks to all the folks who contribute to this podcast on Patreon.com. And welcome to our new patron, Sean. Thanks, bud. Twin Cities St. Paul music scene lost a legend this week. John Banan, a good friend of mine, supporter, and booker of my music since 2001, passed away at the age of 37. John was the iconic face, bartender, and music booker of the Snelling and Randolph Music and Party Hub Plums. I played my first shows in the Twin Cities there with Sean Schradle as Upstart Crow when, as John put it, we sucked. Had my CD release show there for Memory Music Rewind in 03. Played early Whiskey Roses shows there and created the once a month Country Crush Fest night there with John, which was a big hit for many years. He was as encouraging to me when no one would show up to the shows, the same as if it were wall to wall college kids. After a big night, he would text me uplifting messages like, You and I, we're doing this, man. Thank you. Stuff you'd never hear working in the music biz. He was also one of the toughest guys I've ever known. He could clean out a bad guy in the audience at the drop of a hat. He also introduced me to tons of music, such as Bob Schneider and Citizen Cope, which he could improvise lyrics in their style forever while hanging out after bar clothes with the staff at Plums. We had recently met up to catch up and hopefully find an acoustic rotation slot for the current venue he was helping rebuild. He said, anytime you want, man, you have a gig here. I need you. Another thing you'd never hear playing music for a living. 
I recently moved, and while condensing my clothes and things, I came across an awesome country music shirt with guitars, skulls, buttons, and frills all over it, which he bought me for one of our Crush Fest shows. It didn't fit at all anymore, so I put it in the Goodwill bag for someone else to enjoy. Man, I wish I had it back now. John, thanks for the years of friendship and what seems like, and could be, hundreds of shows. I wouldn't have been able to get rolling in the Twin Cities music scene without your confidence in me and the folks I drug up there to jam. So many memories, I'm not even going to attempt to list them. Just in peace, my friend. You will be missed. Brian K. Johnson and I rocked out at a private party for Barry and Annie in Invergrove Heights, Minnesota. Barry reincarnated the Phoenix, a.k.a. our stage from last time, and it held up nicely. Saturday, Brian K. Johnson and myself jammed at Petey Pappy's in Stillwater, Minnesota. We had to set up three different times due to the rain, but Pablo from 93X hosting the beautiful Biker Bay Finals working on the stage with us was pretty awesome. Upcoming shows. Wednesday, June 28th, 2017, I'll be playing a solo show at Pub 42 in New Hope, Minnesota from 7.30 to 9.30 p.m. Thursday, June 29th, Brian K. Johnson and myself will be rocking out at the YZ Bar and Grill, a.k.a. the Muni, in YZ, Minnesota from 8 to 11 p.m. Friday, June 30th, I'll be playing a solo show at Danny's in Stillwater, Minnesota from 7 to 10 p.m. July 1st, Brian K. Johnson and myself will be loading up his brand new whatever it is black Chevy thing and heading on up to Breezy Point, Minnesota to rock out at JJ's Pub at Commander Bar in Breezy Point, Minnesota from 5 to 9 p.m. Sunday, July 2nd, I'll be playing a solo show at Paradise Landing in beautiful Boston Lake, Wisconsin from 4 to 7 p.m. Is part three of three with popular singer-songwriter and acoustic guitar whiz Nikki Pepper. We discuss Louis L'Amour, Amos Lee, and hear Nikki perform two of her new songs live. Enjoy the conversation. Miss Nikki Pepper. Welcome back to the Mark Stare Music <laughs> Podcast. We decided to do a part three. It is a beautiful day here in Amory, Wisconsin, here at Farm Table. Mm -hmm. And I'm on my seventh or eighth glass of iced tea. <laughs> yes, I have drank a lot of coffee, I think, at this point. It's all good. Um, so you didn't grow up here in Amory? Mm -mm. No, I grew up in Hudson. In Hudson. Yep. And then um, I spent my high school years in Hammond. Wisconsin. Okay. Ham I, I used to play in Hammond. At the hotel? No, at uh, my buddy Jesse's bar. Oh, Jesse Penman. Yeah. Yeah. JJ's? Yeah. It was okay. <laughs> Hammond Hotel, how was that? Oh, God. I okay, that's where I really got my start, really, because they gave me every Friday for happy hour for two hours, and it built really well. Um, but there were some crazy things that happened. 
there. They would do beer bongs off the roof. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> While you were playing? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty wild. They had the llamas, you know, the running of the llamas. Oh, Jesus, I remember that. Mm-hmm. Played on the llama parade float. Yeah. <laughs> so fierce. Yeah, yeah, you have one thing about this music life journey adventure that we are all on. Mm-hmm. Is how many people go from playing dude ranches to la- run of the llamas and lots of stories for conversation. If you sit in a bar anywhere, you could talk to anybody. Right, <laughs> right. Yep. Um, I'm going to ask you about, uh, so when I saw you play a few weeks ago, one thing I thought that really stood out to me right away, and actually my friends Mike McDonough and these guys with these other musician outlaws I was hanging out with they that night. So nice. um, Mention it too is that you're, you had really good stage presence. I think that's the first thing that I, I saw was that real confident, really good stage presence. And you're like you enjoyed playing. You know, a lot of musicians, a lot of them don't even really like it, but but you just did. That's what I was really uh, right away. All of a sudden, like, wow, she's just kind of rocking out, having a good time, just playing. This is great. Oh. Um, have you always had that, or are you something you developed up working on stage, or what do you think? Um, well, I'm not really good at faking things um like when i go through a hard time like you can up like i'm i think i've been told that it just you know people can tell like the way that i'm singing um but i i've been through enough things in the last year that i'm in a good place now and i just i like i've rediscovered the joy of playing and singing it just like i think that's where i feel the most comfortable is playing and singing do you feel like that, too? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. When I had anxiety years ago, <laughs> that then not so much. Oh. But uh, like now... Like nervous for, before shows? Or? No. It was... Uh, yeah, like years ago, I had an anxiety attack deal. Oh. And, and then so for a while, I was questioning myself on stage and things. But mm-hmm. otherwise, no, it's the most peaceful place I can think of. It's where I would rather be. Yeah. If I don't know anybody in the audience, I'll just keep playing until I got to stop. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, anyway, so your stage presence was excellent. Um, what's some of your performers that you might uh, gravitate towards that you enjoy their stage presence as well? Oh, interesting question. Um, probably my favorite would be Amos Lee. Windows out. Okay. I have seen him a couple of times. I've met him a couple of times. Very cool. I did the whole Nashville handshake too. Did My you? CD burned at home, like self. Like I drew the cover. Like it was. Awesome. It was. Yeah. I. I don't blame him for not getting back to me on MySpace, but he was so present. You know, it was like he was just right in the moment. You could just that that joy. You know, connecting with people, with his band, with it just. Uh, I think what I love about him is that he's always just like right in the moment, you know. Very cool. I was reading on your, there was some bio I found of you on the internet today, and you opened for Brett Michaels. Yes. How was that? Well, I think oh. I'm the only person on this podcast that hasn't opened for Brett Michaels. <laughs> Every rose has its thorn. Just like every 
He comes through the cities a lot, I think. Yeah, um, I think he plays more gigs the same in Twin Cities than I do. Yeah. Well, <laughs> his pants, man. I don't know how he got into those pants. They're very tight. They were very, very tight. <laughs> but he was even, he was cool. But what happened was, and maybe this is part of it, um, it, was like a, it was like a whole day event. So he was the headliner, and then we had opening slots. Okay. Cole Allen did a slot, I remember. A couple other people. Uh, that Breathe Easy thing, or whatever. But someone ended up making him mad. Like, he, like, left early or something. Brett Michaels someone, did? Yeah, because someone made him angry. Huh. I don't remember. One of the musicians, the local musicians? No, it was, like, the MC or something. Oh. Hmm. Are you a big Poison fan yourself or no? Uh, I mean, Every Rose Has Its Thorn is a classic, right? That's yeah. Poison. <laughs> I, no, I don't really know. I uh, rock a love, though. One time I was in a hotel room, and I it was a marathon. So I watched like six episodes in a I've row. I've never seen one episode of that. Mm, uh, you know, you don't have to. <laughs> I mean, if you want to, if you want to check out his pants. Oh, my God. That's brutal. <laughs> um, so who's some other cool people you've opened up for? Um, so there, there's this guy in Alaska who is like a legend. His name is Hobo Jim. There's a part of me Wild and free In my heart there's a wild wolf Howling to the pine tree It's a long cold trail That I've been on He's like the, he's like the John Denver of Alaska Kind of He's got like these great songs And like in that state, everybody knows him, and I opened for him, and he was very kind. He sat and listened the whole time. It was really nice. And then I did a painting of him. Really? Yeah. And scandal erupted from this painting because he wanted it, and then the owners of this venue that we were working with wanted it. And I think I ended up leaving it in the basement somewhere because someone tried to steal it from me. Huh. Yeah. And then I just, I hit it, and then I forgot it. Wow. There. Was it like a, a realistic painting? Was it kind of abstract kind of painting? Um, it was kind of abstract, uh, kind of impressionist. Okay. Um, but he said it was his favorite that anybody had done of him. and So <laughs> it was just so much drama at the time. Yeah. Cause, yeah, because the owners of the venue, we were like, it was like, short-term stay so we were living there kind of and they decided that they wanted it in exchange for like rent or something okay and i was like but they yeah someone ended up like taking it and like putting it somewhere and i found it and huh but he was great i mean it was like the legend like hobo storytelling yeah storytelling i'm a huge fan of like storytellers you know very cool um speaking of that Tell us about your your Thursday night gig with Sarah Van Velkenberg with all these musicians and who you've all had on there and some of the highlights and and how is that going all summer too as well? Yeah, we're going right now. We're um, booked up until August. Whose Um, idea was this? Mine. I okay. So Andy, the owner, 
contact me wondering if I wanted to do something there. And I was like, well, I've really wanted to bring in, I have really wanted to do this for a long time. And I want to bring in people that I admire, that I want to listen to, and that I want to learn from. And then it gives me an opportunity to be able to like run sound people. So it's like kind of a learning thing, right, for me. Sure. People like you, we had Brian Layton of GB Layton. Um, Nate Dungan, I saw that. Nate, yeah, he was He's singing on my first record, the first song I ever had on the radio, you sang on. Really? By 2 a.m. I beat three sheets to win. Damn that whiskey show going down good tonight. It's Valentine's Day, got no money, got no money. Was he doing trailer trash stuff? I think he did a little bit of everything. Kind of did a nice variety of stuff. Mary Cuchifella did it. Love her. She's been on the show a couple times. Oh, she's so cool. I love her. She's awesome. She's a great storyteller, too. Oh, God. She can sing and play. I know. She's a monster on the guitar, too. She's really great. Um, We had had, uh, Billy McLaughlin. He did it. Um, Kurt Jorgensen did it. Don't Um, she run with Hensley, too? Didn't Hensley do it? Yep, Nick Hensley. Teague, Alexi, Ian Alexi, so both those guys. Uh, we're going to try to get them back as the hobo nephews of Uncle Frank as their duo. Um, hopefully this summer. Who else do we have coming up? It's been wonderful. It's been such a treat, and I learn something every time. How did you meet Sarah? Sarah, um, I was playing at an open mic when I very, like, very first started. Um, and she was there and a couple other people and I had a song that I had just written that I didn't have a name for and she I was like if anybody has any thoughts and she came up with a name for it I don't play the song anymore but um, we kind of talked a little bit and then I would see her at these open mics and she wasn't playing at the time and I was getting started so she was very encouraging to me and then she started playing so then I would encourage her and try to bring her up on stage when I could and then um, we've known each other for about 10 years okay yeah. What does soiled doves <laughs> refer to? Okay, I am a little sassy sometimes. And I uh, am, like, I grew up reading Louis L'Amour books. Did you ever read those? Louis L'Amour? Yeah. What? Yeah. I read, like, all of them. The Sackett family series? Yes. Thank you. Did we just become best friends? <laughs> I can't believe you just said that. I was going to name my, my first son after Tell, William Tell Sackett. I can't. My favorite is to the far blue mountains. Ooh, that's a tearjerker too. Wow, Louis L'Amour. Yeah, I love classics. Louis L'Amour. The sack. You've read all the Sackett family yeah. adventures. Yes. Wow. I loved him. I think that's where I like got my concept of like what a man was. Like I was like thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. He wrote them for truck drivers, Nikki. I know. <laughs> he wrote them to please truck drivers. You were not the target audience yes. at all. I don't think. <laughs> but we would get, you know, we go on road trips with my family. So then they'd get, you know, the books on tape or whatever, where he would give the little talk in the beginning and it would be like historical facts behind the stories and stuff, you know. And like soil doves were like the prostitutes. 
You know, like they're kind of like the classy prostitutes that kind of ran the show sometimes. I love that. Now I love that <laughs> band name. I don't know what you're talking about, Port. That's a great band name. Thank you. Thank you. I, I honestly, I laugh every time I say it. because Has anyone cool. ever came up with that? I said that to you. Oh, you guys, it's from a Louis L'Amour book. Um, no, but people have, one time there was an older gentleman that was very offended by us calling ourselves that. So he made a long list of alternate band names. For us. Oh, Christ. He just, <laughs> like, it doesn't mean we're actual prostitutes, but put on a little show. <laughs> wow. Louis L'Amour. That is awesome. I think it's so cool that you've read them, too. Yeah. I haven't got through the whole Sackett series, but I read a bunch of them. Mm -hmm. And I would listen to them audio tape, too. Yeah. And my favorite versions of them is when people like from... Because to the far blue mountains they came... Where did they come from? Is it Ireland, I think? The Sackett family? And like when an so. Irish guy reads the stories or a guy with a British accent, for some reason they're American books, but I just like it better. Yeah. Well, it's like legit. Yeah. It makes it legit, you know? They were tough, too. Like, you don't mess with the sacket. Oh, I know. And he's got family members, too. If you take out one, they're all going to get you. <laughs> I'll, have to, I'll have to dust off my uh, Louis L'Amour collection. I, I have That's actually one of the best, uh, supposed to be one of the best Western movies of all time was Hondo. That was based off a Louis L'Amour book. Right. He was the fighter, right? The, the he was half Indian, half whatever, and they cast it as John Wayne. Why not? I can't swim. You can't what? I can't swim. How old are you? Six. And then he, uh, you know, saves the family from whatever. And, and uh, that's a Louis L'Amour famous Western movie, right. Hondo. So I don't think I ever saw the movie. It's a great I movie. I remember the book. I remember the cover of the book. He's, you know, got his yeah. fists up like he's going to pound. But yeah, I know what you're saying about the man <laughs> thing. You know, it's all that. I use that <laughs> term all the time. Like, there's a little too, a little too John Wayne in here, boys, you know? Because, <laughs> like, when, like, in the movie, what he does is, like, he's, this little boy comes up to me and goes, Hey, Daddy, I want to swim. He was teaching me how to swim. He goes, grabs the kid and just throws the kid in this river. He goes, that's all I learned. It's like, no, you didn't, you asshole. You're just a fucking asshole is what you are. There's nothing tough about that at all. Just push a kid in the water. He's chucked the kid in the water. Yeah. His mom comes screaming. He goes, goes, yeah, that's all I learned. I think he even starts off with the kid's going to fish there. He goes, well, you're going to scare the fish away with the shadow on the water. you got to go on the other side. The kid's like, how do I get there? I can't swim. He just throws the damn kid in the water. That's going to scare the fish away. God. Like, that won't scare the fish away. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you see True Grit with John? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's all good stuff, too. Um, anywho. Uh, <laughs> we have a lot of tangents. Oh, rabbit holes. That's yeah, cool. That yeah, why cool. not? Okay. I'm trying to think where we were, were even at. So, so What so are your influences? Uh, mine change all the time. Yeah. But I was, one thing I like to do when I walk my dog is I like to come up with top fives, mm. like my top five favorite musicians of all time. And I switch all the time, but uh, uh, I can like <laughs> Sam right now. Brain. What's that? <laughs> you have an incredible brain. No. When you're walking your dog, top five? Top five. So I switch all the time, but like... Okay. Uh, 
influences Chuck Berry, who just died. It's one of my favorite. Mm. And uh, the summer school play we're doing is about Chuck Berry. Mm. Um, Chuck Berry, Sugar Blue is on my podcast. That's one of my favorite people of all time. Uh, Leon the Russell. player, right? Yeah. Awesome. Blues guy, harmonica player. And then uh, Leon Russell, Eric Clapton, and uh, Albert King. We've been at top five. Can you rattle off your top five? For what? For just musicians, musicians? in general. Ooh. That would all be people, musicians, anything. Okay, I love Towns Van Zandt. Uh-huh. I love Bob Dylan. I love Stevie Nicks. I love Janis Joplin. I love, for you know, different reasons, Guy Clark is probably one of my all-time favorites. I can just get off of this L.A. freeway without getting killed a car. Smoke to some land. I bought, 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 and it's his to you. Guy Clark, he wrote. Shit. <laughs> he wrote. Just give me a second. Mm-hmm. L.A. Freeway. Yes. Without getting killed or caught. Yep. The landlord bastard always bored him. <laughs> Because I have uh, Jerry Jeff Walker's greatest hits oh, on my yeah. state player or my phone. Jerry Jeff. <laughs> I that's one of my goals is to see him perform. Really? Mm-hmm. I miss. I cried when Guy Clark died. Wow. I wanted to see him. Okay, so as a performing musician, what's some of your goals? Like, what uh, what are you looking forward to the next few years? Putting on a couple records, keep making music full time, or what you thinking? Yeah, I you know. Um, I get tired sometimes, so I my summer is very very busy, um, as we all are usually. Um, so I think in th- the month of November, I would like to do like a Thanksgiving, like a chill tour, like coffee shops and you know maybe churches, um, listening rooms, you know things like that. Um, eventually, I want to I want to craft a show that's like a that's a theater show. Or like storytelling and like kind of that James Taylor kind of mm-hmm. feel um, with a song and, you know, maybe a light band. Um, and then like a local opener. That's what I want to tour doing. That's cool. Do it. Okay. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've been thinking about it, though, and like the way that, you know, I would approach playing, you know, a dive bar in the country versus playing different places. It's so interesting how different... Do you yeah. think about that? I think all I play is Dimars. <laughs> no. um, yeah. I've done some of the theater stuff. It's a little nerve-wracking when they're just staring at you the whole time. Yeah. I kind of like... Uh, I kind of like the atmosphere of, like, the energy is what I'm more interested in. Hmm. Is like... Because you're a rock, high energy performer, just kind of like I like them feeling it, rocking out with me and whatever, and yeah. and uh, yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> when you played our showcase, I was really struck by how engaging you are, because it was your music was wonderful. Obviously, your voice and your guitar playing, everything is so great. And then the, the way that you're like in between songs, your energy really draws people in. Cool. Um, well, thank you. Yeah, which I think that. Obviously, you have a natural talent for that, and then probably playing so much. You've honed your 
like how to get people's attention, right? I'm just trying to get over, like it's a like a wrestling term, like trying to get over with every audience I'm in front of. Yeah. Like so they remember you or or uh, mm-hmm. just trying to win an audience over. Yeah. You know, some nights you can't do that. Like a right. dinner show tomorrow, you can't do that. You know, but when in a, a situation like that where you know it helps if you know a few people there and you kind yeah. of razz them and kind of whatever. But um, some it'll be a. I love talking on the microphone in front of folks and joking around doing that kind of stuff and and uh, telling really bad jokes and whatever <laughs> and don't care if they bomb or not, you know. But, uh, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, I think it's, you know, it's nice when people come out like that, you know, they come out for a good time. Yeah. You know. Um, I I feel like... The way that the world is right now, I feel like everyone is so on edge, you know, and um, someone was telling me that, you know, you want to be funny and you want to be entertaining. I think I kind of, I want to, I want to give people like a, like I want to do like maybe not all the time, but like give people a place to like come and feel their feelings. You know what I mean? Um, but it has to be like safe, right? Like a bar. If I were to do that in a bar setting where people would just come to hang out and drink and have a good time, that's not really fair. Yeah. Um, all of us, we want people to feel better when they leave than when they came in. <laughs> Hopefully. <not> Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully. All right. Okay, Nikki. So for our final story behind the song segment, yeah. is there a song you would like to play at the end of this final third episode? You would like me to play a song, or do you want to? You could. You want to p- perform one, or do you want to uh, want to tag on here? What would you prefer? It's up to you. You can play one if you want. Really? It's empty near might as well. You want to or no? All right. All right, yeah, play one of your new songs for sure. All right. Do you guys mind if she plays a song quick? Do you use one of these? I do, and every time I start an acoustic song, I play about three, four lines, and they got to take this out. You know, you're like, can't hear it. Standing outside in the pouring rain Mother Nature's hired at it again I didn't take the time to change I see that you're still wearing What I saw last Across to the other shore You can see a little patch of sunlight Little rainbows caught in the tree line Mama says with rainbows Will come a promise As I promise you I will never leave Won't pull my hand away Or turn my eyes so I won't see I promise you That I won't leave your side I won't ask for perfection I won't take you far right Cause all, all I want Is simply all of you 
this morning when we stepped outside the sun was shining the earth was melting you took my hand and I got shy but I hope that you could see how much I love you in my eyes above us on that telephone pole sat two eagles side by side yes we watched them as they watched the world go by remember hearing eagles made for life well i promise you i will never leave won't pull my hand away or turn my eyes so i won't see i promise you I won't leave your side I won't ask for perfection I won't take you far right cause all all I want is simply all of you as the tide rolls out I take a deep breath I hope what I say you will never forget well darling if you choose to you will see you will always have love right here cause I promise you I will never leave I won't pull my hand away or turn my eyes so I won't see I promise you I won't leave your side I won't ask for perfection I won't take you far right Cause all, all I want Yes, all, all I want All, all I want Simply all of you Amazing song, Nikki. That was spectacular. <laughs> this could be a regular hang. Wow. <laughs> Nikki Pepper, thanks for being on the Mark Stereo Music Podcast. How do people get a hold of you? would like to book you or hear more of your stuff or hear more information about your upcoming record. Uh, Mark, you are wonderful. Thank you. Um, so www.nikkipepper.com is my website. Um, I'm on all the usual haunts, social media-wise. Except for Twitter, I stink at it, so I don't really do anything on there. Um, but, yeah, my my shows are all on the website, I think. Kind of. That was an excellent song. You're so kind. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely excellent song. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks for tuning in to this week's edition of the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Hope you've enjoyed the program. We'll see you back here for a new podcast about life and times in the live and local music scene each and every Tuesday, if not before, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. This is a listener-supported podcast, so if you'd like to get on board, please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Sterry Music Podcast. If you enjoyed some of the musical edits on the show, please hand it over to your local record store or do some digging on iTunes and load up on some new songs. 
Also, if you get a chance, please go check out some live music somewhere. It could be a great and worthwhile experience. Life is short. Go have some fun. Till next time. Outside it is raining That cold November rain Like I knew what my heart was needing What well, needed to wash away There's a storm within my heart The wind picked up and blew it all around it's rough, I hate that feeling Like you need to cry But you got nothing left Nothing left I've been down in a hole For a while now I've got to get away Somewhere Somehow Take me away 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 Not the person that you describe. I'm not the person that you say I am. The smoke just burned my eyes. I almost crumbled under your contempt. Mm -hmm. I've been down in a hole for a while now. I've got to get away somewhere, somehow. Take me away. Take me away. Take me Make me strong, make me brave I will 